Hey, what's up, what's up, everybody? Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Tweet Talks. That's right, Tweet is talking. <laughs> I hope this, this episode finds everybody well. Everybody's doing well. Everybody's having an awesome day. And in high hopes, high spirits. Today's episode, we're going to entitle this Boundaries. Yes, we are calling this episode Boundaries because boundaries is something that's important for male and female to have. Yes, even as a child, you can have boundaries. It's very important in our lives. If you don't have boundaries now, make a change and you'll see what I'm saying. Uh-oh, your girl got some knives. <laughs> All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is what are boundaries? Okay, because we often hear we need to have some structure, some boundaries in our lives. Well, having a boundary is simply drawing a line, right? Having a boundary is simply as simple as drawing a line, making it known, verbalizing it, making it plain. As you know how they say it, say it, make it plain. Well, that's what a boundary is, okay? And so we think about having boundaries in our lives, and look back at your life, and at some point in your life, you may, may not have had boundaries. But I will tell you, I'm a person that has implemented it in my life as well. And I will tell you, having boundaries is life-changing, okay? So when we think about having boundaries, so many of us are taught by our elders, whether it's grandparents, parents, older siblings, to have respect, right? I mean, many of us, when we think about being a child... We're getting scolded about something and we want to give our opinion about it. Most of the time, the parents are telling us, hush up and have some respect. Okay? <laughs> but we have to think about as, as adults, that changes and we're able to verbalize how we feel. Okay? So that's an example of having boundaries. When you don't have boundaries, you're not able to verbalize how you feel. Thinking about when we're a child, we're not able to tell people how we feel because we're a child. Not having boundaries is when you're not able to make your feelings known. You don't talk about how you feel because how you feel is not important. This is, again, something that we're taught as children because it's always taught that it falls under respect. Okay? Not having boundaries also doesn't give us the ability to have repercussions if that boundary is crossed. Yes, when you don't have any boundaries, anything goes for yourself and anybody else. It's also an example of not putting yourself first. When you don't have boundaries, you're not putting yourself first. It may feel like it, but it's really not. We're going to get into that, though. Okay? And a lot of times when we don't have boundaries, we're going to go along with what somebody else says, even if we disagree. Why? Because this is, again, something that we were taught as children. And it falls into our adult lives. But we're not able to verbalize our opinions. We kind of go along with the spouse because it's taught respect. And in the modern day generation, it's taught being in a relationship. You know, a lot of us are taught the man is the head of the household, okay? Which is true, but that does not mean that we negate how we feel and our feelings. See, that's this something a lot of people don't, don't remember in relationships, in marriages, in friendships. There's certain things that bother us, and it's important to 
be in tune with it. Make it known. Okay? Because the main thing is the longer we go without drawing boundaries, the harder it is to implement them. I'm going to tell you, I didn't put a lot of boundaries in my life until I became an adult. And it's hard. It's hard. Because your brain kind of gets conditioned to things being a certain way. And allowing things to be a certain way regardless of how you feel. But without them boundaries being put in place, you just, you kind of go on, going along with either somebody else or maybe how you feeling for that moment or how you feeling for that few moments. I'm telling you all, when you implement boundaries in your life, it's, it's life changing. Okay. And then we think, why do we need to have boundaries? Okay. This is key. Listen, listen, listen. I mean, this is really key. And I'm going to tell you why it's important for us to have boundaries. The first thing that having boundaries is going to do, it lets people know what you will not accept or you dislike. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, if anybody disagrees, and want to get back to me, hit me up at tweettalks at proton.me, and I'm glad to have a discussion with you, taking take in any of your points and maybe even have an episode about it. Okay? But a lot of times when you start to implement boundaries in your life, you will realize that a lot of people are going to leave. Yes. I think I heard an amen corner. <laughs> yes. It's very true. Once you implement boundaries in your life, there's certain people that's not going to want to stick around for it. One, because they're not used to it with you. And two, because it may not be going forward with what they're looking for, right? It might not be down with their plan. But when we implement boundaries, it shows the other person, you love yourself. It, I love me. That's, that's what it does. It, lets, it put, makes it known what you will not accept and that you love you. And it does put you first. But see, that act of actually putting yourself first is it's kind of like a show and tell thing. I'm telling you, and then I'm going to have to show you. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So flow with me on it. <laughs> Another thing that having boundaries does is it helps you to learn the level of toxicity the other person is in. Yes. And it shows by how they care for your boundaries. Let me give you an example. If you have a friendship with a person that this person is, is, is a very close friend of yours. And there's certain things that you stop doing. Whether it be flipping a bill when you go out. You choosing where you go out. You driving. Whatever it is that you're putting forward. Once you create that boundary. How that person responds to your boundary is going to let them know. It's going to let you know. It's going to let you know how that person cares about your boundary. Now, some people are going to accept your boundary and say, you know what? Not really feeling it. But they're going to still be around. Then there's that person that when you put your boundary out there, they're gone. They're like, you know what? I, 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 no, not feeling this. This is not what we used to do. I'm not concerned what the reason is they're placing these boundaries on it. It's not what I want to do. And that lets you know who's toxic around you. You ever want to find out? You got a group of good, good girlfriends. For the fellas, you got a group of good, good homeboys you hang out with. 
Once you put them boundaries down, and I'm going to give you an example. If you're single, get into a relationship. Get into a relationship and put boundaries on that friendship. Whether it be the times you can go out and hang out, the times you're not willing to go out and hang out, the times you sit on the phone and have phone conversation, maybe the level of how much you drink, anything. That's going to tell you a lot about that person. It's going to tell, It's also going to tell you about the relationship that y'all have. So, in a given example about that, you just you just think about how think about how it would feel if you pour out all your pain and just like some of the things that hurt you the most to a person, and they constantly do that same thing, right? Yeah, it's like an eye opener. I have experienced this myself. When you pour out and let a person know, okay, this is what I don't like. I'm not sticking around after this. And they do it. It's almost like the level of toxicity that that person carries is no longer a small seed. It's a big fruit. You know what I mean? It has grown and it can grow almost immediately. You will learn who that person is. So that's why it's good for us to have boundaries. But I'm gonna tell you about something. Y'all know how to y'all know how to keep pointing here somewhere, right? <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something. The most important thing aspect of having a boundary, I'm gonna tell y'all what that is. The consequences. Yes. The consequence of a person crossing that boundary. Now I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all what a consequence is not always. Because when people think of consequences, the first thing you think of is something physical, okay? Across that boundary, all right, it's time to make it do what it do. <laughs> no, that's not always the situation. I mean, some situations may call for that if that injury is physical, perhaps. But having consequences is not always physical. Having consequences is not always shifting that hurt. And this means hurting that person back the way they hurt you. For example, you're in a relationship, you've been cheated on, you found out about it, okay. Well, now I'm going to cheat on them. That's that two wrongs don't make a right thing. Right? We don't want to do that. Consequences also does not. Let me go ahead and put this out there. Because I know some of my sisters is listening. And they're like, you know what? I'm busting car windows. No. Consequences does not mean property damage. <laughs> okay? Because some people think when you say consequences, it has to be something physical. Something to hit the person's pockets. No. But consequences means that you're always going to follow up on your boundary. Yep. That means if that boundary is crossed, that means whatever you put in your head, how you're going to go across that boundary, how you're going to go across that consequence after you cross that boundary, that means you're going to follow up on it. That means when something hurts you, you're going to think back, okay, did we have this conversation about this not being something I'm sticking around for? You're going to follow up on it. The next thing that you're definitely going to experience when you implement a consequence is you are going to disengage. You know what that means? That means that when this person has crossed the boundary with you, it's time to step back. And this, this is another way to see what kind of people you got in your circle. Because once you disengage, some people's not going to like that and they're going to want to make a quick change. And then there's some people that's not going to care because you're no longer serving that purpose. 
okay? But the biggest thing with implementing a consequence, it will always allow you to see how the other person can make a change. Obviously, not subtle, but how they can obviously make a change, okay? And the reason I say this is because when you implement those consequences, the person really loves you, cares about you, or even likes you, they're going to fix it. And they're not going to fix it in a subtle, minute way. They're going to they're gonna make some, some obvious changes. And on a side note, this is another thing. And this is a powerful thing. I want y'all to listen to this, okay? If you find that you're a person that always seems to be the person that's, you know, got to lend an ear for somebody else, you're helping somebody else through their issues, pay attention to that energy. Energy is real, y'all. It's real. And you have to make sure that that energy that you're feeling is a positive energy. Because if it's not a positive energy, I'm going to tell you, if you are an empath, I'm going to get into this real quick. <laughs> not too long. But if you're an empath, it's important to understand and know your energies. Because if you don't, you're going to disrupt your own energy trying to smile and be happy for somebody else. No, no, no. We don't do that no more, right? We implement boundaries. We're not doing that. So see, these are some of the terms that I want you guys, if you notice that you are an empathetic person, put some of these terms in your vocabulary. The first one is, I wish I could, but I can't. Very powerful. It's almost like saying, aw, but no. Right? That's what you're saying. Again, it's I wish I could, but I can't. So it's letting the other person know, you know what? I feel you, but it wouldn't work for me. Okay? The second one, second term, I want you to impasse. Or anybody that's looking to set boundaries to do. The second term. I did not like that situation. So please, don't do it again. Right? And you can say, I did not. I didn't like it. And please, just don't do it again. And that lets the other person know that, okay, this was a trigger. This was a boundary. And I'm being asked not to do it again. And after that, immediately, all you got to do is pay attention. Keep your eyes open, ears open. That's going to tell you how that person ingested what you just said. And how they react. This is going to let you know how they received it and how they're going to output after that. The third term that's helpful in setting boundaries, especially for my empaths, is when you blank. It hurts me. Now, when you hear blank, I want you to put in whatever that person has done, said, did, whatever they've done. But you're letting them know, this, this hurt me. Okay? And it's very important that you eternally create an action plan. Not just be in ready mode. Because I'm going to tell y'all, some of y'all, y'all going to say these terms. And then as soon as they say something back, you're like, oh. Consequence time. Time to put time to put a consequence in there. No, you're gonna you're gonna you you're gonna know it. 
and know that you will actively put together an action plan if this happens again. That don't mean it happens and you just go for the gusto. No, no, no. You're going to put it in your mind that this action plan is what's going to happen. And that, my friends, is setting a boundary. I know it sounds simple, but it's really not. It's not that simple. But it's important to know that these boundaries, some will be immediately turned around. You'll see that turnaround time immediately. And some you'll immediately see a constant change to correct that because you know, nobody's perfect. So for a toxic person that's really trying to make some effort to change, they're used to this behavior. They're used to putting out the same energy. They're used to doing the things that they do. Some may not be changed and some may, but your job is to safeguard yourself. It's almost like that self-care. That's exactly, when you're setting boundaries, it's a form of self-care, caring for yourself, okay? All right, my babies, I'm going to get out of here. Take so much of your time. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Tweet Talks. Talk to y'all later. Tweet, tweet, y'all.